it's getting past the mindset piece of it because mm-hmm. so many people think that you have to be an expert in the area oh, yeah. to be able to do it. And it's not true. Hey, travel advisors, you are listening to the Travel Biz CEO podcast by Kinship Travel Academy. It's not enough to just love travel. You need to have the appropriate business systems, marketing strategies, and mindset tune-up and coaching to make it in this business and step into the role of CEO. That's why we focus on all three. We are Wendy, Ashley, and Crystal, your hosts of Travel Biz CEO and the founders of Kinship Travel Academy. We are three travel advisors that saw a glaring need in the travel industry, the need to look at the whole advisor. Through our own travel business journeys, we all joined communities and signed up for courses and masterminds to help push us to the next level. And all of them ended up falling short of our expectations. That's why we started Kinship Travel Academy, where we focus on the mind, body, and soul for the marketing, business operations, and mindset of a travel advisor. It's a program for modern travel advisors created by modern travel advisors. Welcome to the next chapter of the travel industry. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Travel Biz CEO podcast. Today, I am very excited to be joined by Stephanie Cannon, a fellow travel agent, uh, KTA member, just an all around extraordinarily impressive business owner. Um, By the way, I'm Ashley Medish McCoy. I'm one of the co-founders of Kinship Travel Academy and the self-proclaimed business operations nerd. And I thought it would be super fun especially for me, because I find this topic to be interesting. And you all will find it more interesting after this is over to talk about accounting, finances, bookkeeping, all the fun things that you think you don't want to talk about, but believe you want to talk about it. So we're going to talk a little bit more in detail about that with Stephanie. Stephanie is the owner of SC Travel Design. She is, I met her in a mastermind group. Well, actually I I met her before that, but we were, we got to know each other better in a mastermind group a couple of years ago. And I've just, over the years, my respect just continually grows every day. Um, She's just a wonderful mother, wonderful friend, very generous person, super knowledgeable. She has a previous career in, you are a certified, a CPA, correct? Correct. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to let her introduce herself, but um, I just wanted to give her uh, an introduction because I want you guys to know you should listen to her. Um, She has in the last year started another service, which is super, super needed in the travel industry. And that is her sharing her knowledge of all things bookkeeping, finance, accounting, Um, with you all, uh, fellow travel advisors, and that business is with stephaniecannon.com, and we will make sure to share this information in the show notes, but without further ado, I'd love for you to introduce yourself, Stephanie. Tell us your life story. No, just kidding. Tell us (laughs) the story of what brought you here today and what you're providing now in terms of help with our fellow travel agent community. 
Yeah, thanks, Ashley. I'm excited to be here. This has kind of been a dream of mine for a while, but you know, we're in the thick of travel. Right. So starting something new um, and being able to focus on it's difficult. So like Ashley said, my name is Stephanie Cannon. Um, I'm the owner of SC Travel Design. I've actually been a travel advisor for a little over 15 years now. My 15 year anniversary was in June. So Yay. about a month ago. I Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. And it's been a journey. It's, you know, my business today is nothing what I thought it was going to look like when I started 15 years ago, <laughs> but it took this journey to figure that out. And um, I've always been a numbers person. So my background is in accounting. That's what my undergraduate degree is. Um, I have a master's in business administration, and I also have a CPA license. Um, so technically, I've been a CPA since 1993, but I didn't practice all of those years. Um, I left accounting and even my corporate um, career and when I started my travel business, but I've always been a numbers geek. <laughs> Always geek out on data and reports and like how you can, you know, manipulate things and look at things differently to get better data and information. And I realized that not everybody is like me. <laughs> so, we need people like you. We desperately need yeah, people like you. It, you know, not everybody's a numbers person. Um, mm -hmm. So that's why when the pandemic hit, you know, we went into action, tried to take care of all the clients first, but then I kept this thing kept popping in my head of the idea I had several years ago. And I was like, this is the best time to start working mm -hmm. on it. So it took me a while to get there. Um, but I did start this during the pandemic. So now I settled on um, helping travel advisors. And that's actually where I'm starting. I do plan to expand this to other small business owners, but mm -hmm. really helping the travel advisor community in truly understanding their business finances and going beyond the basics so that they can use these numbers as a critical piece in growing and profiting in their business. And I think, like you said, that's a huge missing piece of the education part in our industry. Absolutely. And I, I am sure that it'll be useful outside of our industry too. I mean, entrepreneurs usually become entrepreneurs because they have a brilliant idea that's not centered around financial you know, <laughs> skill sets and things. So, you know, but we, we all need that understanding to grow and scale and maintain our businesses. So I think that um, what you're providing, I'm glad you're starting with the travel industry because, you know, we're going to talk about this a little more. We feel that it's just, it's not often taught enough. Um, it's not a priority in education and training for travel agents, travel advisors, and what, who, what better person to do it than someone who's intimately familiar with the business model of being a travel agent, travel advisor, and who has the background that Stephanie has. So when we were preparing for this podcast, we were kind of talking about, you know, how, what, what would be a really helpful thing to discuss for our listeners? And because we have such a range of experience level and probably a range of abilities when it comes to this topic, we kind of agreed that, you know, a foundational level of understanding in terms of finance, accounting, bookkeeping would be um, a really great place to start. And in that conversation, 
you know, I, I was thinking, well, you know, Stephanie, what are some of the biggest areas that you see, you know, advisors who are not maybe super comfortable with this topic, maybe need to focus on or improve their abilities or look further into? What are you most commonly seeing when you're working with other agents on this topic? Um, I, you know, I think the biggest one is, I hate to say it because it's huge in all areas, but mindset is one. We keep oh, telling oh, yeah. ourselves <laughs> that it's hard. That I didn't you know, think you were going to say that. <laughs> I know, but, yes. but it, I'm looking at my list and I kind of had a little list of some ideas, yeah. but it's getting past the mindset piece of it because mm-hmm. so many people think that you have to be an expert in the area oh, to yeah. be able to do it. And it's not true. <laughs> like oh I have gosh. the degrees, yeah. but just because I have a degree doesn't mean that I can figure out how to do something better than somebody else. Mm-hmm. I just have a leg up because I'm intuitively, it's kind of like one of those intuitive things because I've been through so much training over the years, like know where mm-hmm. to start and what to look for, but people can learn that as well. And you don't need to know everything that I know to be able to handle your finances, your bookkeeping, your metrics in your business. It's just learning you know, what's specific to your travel business and putting that into practice in, in kind of like a routine or a frequency that you do it. Um, Cause that was another one I had on the list, mm-hmm. making it a routine. Oof, that's hard. <laughs> how many, I know how many times <laughs> have we seen like in Facebook groups and even at conferences or workshops, everybody, when you talk about numbers, they just kind of cringe. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And so then when you dig in further, you know, you find out that a lot of advisors don't even do minimum, uh, do much with their bookkeeping until mm-hmm. it's tax time. Well, a whole 12 months has gone by since everything's transpired. So there really is no way for you to track against any goals you may have set mm-hmm. or where you are financially, if you're only doing it once a year. So to me, that's another one that um, I feel holds people back is mm-hmm. not keeping up either month to month or quarter to quarter at a minimum. Yeah, that's a good point. And I think that you're probably right. The number one thing there is most likely mindset because when we're overwhelmed about something, we typically put it off. And Mm -hmm. then when we put it off till tax time, it's even more overwhelming. And our mindset about that topic doesn't improve at all. It probably gets worse. And the thing is too, like, you know, the math you know, math is a scary word to a lot of people. The math that you do for this type of work isn't advanced or anything. It's pretty simple. It's just a matter of organizing it. And, you know, there are lots of tools out there that you can use to organize it effectively. And like Stephanie said, if you do it more regularly, it's less intimidating. um, And it's not as much of a big project to bite off all at once. So, um, Amen to what you just said, because I 100% agree with that. Anything else that you that come up in terms of what people are missing out on? Yeah, I think in terms of the basics, it's just setting up a system or a process so Mm -hmm. that you know exactly what you need to do and when you need to do it. Mm. That way you're not trying to recreate it every single time or remember (laughs) what you Mm -hmm. did last time, because, you know, with 
um, depending on what system people decide to use, if they're using some kind of a platform or a program like QuickBooks or um, Zero is another one, and there's a couple others out there that technology changes, you know, they have updates to the software and then you have to figure mm -hmm. out what's updated. But at least if you have your steps that you go through for each piece of your bookkeeping, then you automatically have a starting place. Or if you're putting in a spreadsheet, I know some people may not have high volume and they're mm -hmm. using spreadsheets as a tool, which is perfectly fine as mm -hmm. long as you understand what's in your spreadsheet and how to, you know, decipher it and manipulate it. Mm -hmm. But having a solid system that helps you create that routine <laughs> or the right frequency is key. And I know you're an operation systems person, so. No, but you know, like that system that you're talking about, um, bookkeeping, accounting, it, as far as I know, nobody really know. People have talked about what you should be tracking, you know, accounting wise for your business so that you're ready to prepare your taxes or give your information over to a CPA to prepare your taxes and everything for you. But nobody's talking about what you should be doing on a daily, weekly, you know, monthly, quarterly, whatever basis. Um, I mean, I don't know. Do they even talk about that in like regular small business general? I don't know that, that to me, that whole system coming up with a checklist would be super valuable. And I hope somebody is going to be providing something like that <laughs> in the near future. Oh, yes, it's very helpful. <laughs> uh, spoiler alert, uh, Stephanie is going to be providing that and we'll talk about that shortly. But oh my gosh, that'll be super useful to so many people. Um, yeah, definitely. I'm glad. I'm glad you brought that up because I actually didn't even think about that. And that's yeah. I mean, because I do that on the operations side, but I don't. I haven't developed. I mean, I guess I have developed something in my you know businesses in terms of what I track monthly and quarterly. But I don't. Um, I'm sure there's stuff I'm missing, and I'm really looking forward to what you're going to teach in that area for sure. So. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay. So lots, lots of stuff to go from, go from there. Um, but we, we only do short episodes. Is there, is there like one more thing that you would like to mention in terms of what people might want to think about or focus on, um, in this area? Yeah. So what I'm seeing, and I think where people kind of get stuck is they stop once they have the basics and mm -hmm. like they do their bookkeeping, they prepare the information to send it over to their tax accountant. And they kind of think they're done. You know, the next level is where the magic happens going beyond um, just the basics of bookkeeping and what you're sending to your tax accountant. So you're looking at the next level, which would be any kind of a financial metrics and indicators that are pertinent to your business that really help you understand like what's going on day to day and month to month. And you mm -hmm. won't find those per se in your bookkeeping or even your financial mm -hmm. reports. I mean, those, they call it public accounting for a reason. Mm -hmm. You know, it's the types of reports if you, if you were a publicly traded or publicly operated business that would go out to your shareholders or your owners just to kind of get a status of mm -hmm. one specific point in time or over a period of time, that's all those reports are doing, where they're not really designed for you to look at and operate your business day to day and figure out where you are against, 
say any goals you set up mm-hmm. for the year or the quarter and being able to make corrections or course adjustments based on what's happened. And can I venture to guess like some of those metrics you might be following are things like average commission rate, average booking size, um, average service fee, just some, you know, so you can set some goals and say, okay, well, I'm going to try to make my average commission rate higher next quarter. And this is my goal. Like those types of things that you're not going to be reporting to your CP or your on your tax filing, essentially. Is that where you're correct? About? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Those types of things. I, I totally agree. And that's, that's the part I think is fun is sort of get digging into those types of metrics to see, okay, well, you know, over the last few months, I've gradually increased my conversion rate, or I've gradually increased my average booking size, you know, what do I think is a realistic goal for next year in terms of my average booking size, and then you can continue to track it quarterly or however you decide to set that up to see how you're doing against your goals. And, and I, yeah, that is definitely the next level. And that's where you're really being an intentional business owner, an intentional CEO of your business, not just sort of a travel booker by default. Um, Right. (laughs) Which we often get bogged down in. That's when we say we're working in your business, not on your business. And, you know, many advisors, agents are comfortable being in that spot and not thinking about, you know, the next level, so to speak. Um, But you can't really get to the next level unless you do that type of work, really, Um, at least in a sustainable way. And so I think there's a lot of people out there that don't know how to do it and really benefit from learning how to. So again, just so glad that, that you're out there willing to share that knowledge with people. Um, so I guess I would like to start wrapping this conversation up. First, I want to say um, shameless self-plug for KTA. We're really fortunate, number one, that Stephanie is a really generous contributing member of the community. She's a member of KTA, but she's also going to be teaching a class um, or workshop in this general area. Um, not going to let the spoiler out yet, uh, in the late summer, early fall. Um, so if you are interested in learning more from Stephanie and you're not a member yet, definitely check out our membership. That will be one of the best perks you'll get with our membership this year. But also Stephanie is working on a great workshop that's coming up soon, which we're also, um, We'll provide the information for that in the show notes, but is there anything you'd like to add on any information you'd like to add on that workshop or what you're going to be doing in the KTA membership, Stephanie? Yeah, so for the KTA membership, we're really going to, I'll call it back to basics. Mm -hmm. Like, let's make sure the foundation and the process and the routine or the frequency, all of those things are set up before you try to go to the next step and, you know, you're comfortable with all of those. So we'll review that. Um, Mm -hmm. in the membership training. And then the one I'm going to be doing um, later, it's probably going to be late summer, Mm -hmm. early fall. I'm not, I don't have specific dates yet, but um, I call it, you know, my 4M approach. Mm -hmm. And it's just, (laughs) we all know the equation of, you know, revenue less expenses equals your profit, Mm -hmm. but each one of those pieces 
has built into it an inherent leak rate. So Mm. if you don't optimize each one of them, you know, you can be leaking money in your revenue and leaking money in your expenses and also leaking money through your profits. If you don't understand like all the little levers and knobs that you could, could tweak within each one to maximize all three. Oh my gosh, that sounds so And then the fourth ingredient, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) So that's where like the four M, so you want to maximize your revenue, minimize expense, maximize profit. But then the fourth piece is super critical. And I doubt that very many people are looking at this on a longer term basis, Um, managing your cash, like literally the cash in your business, because without cash, we can't pay our bills. And without Mm -hmm. cash, we can't pay ourselves. (laughs) So it's more turns to debt and those kind of things. And like, we're not going to pay ourselves with debt. I mean, yeah, maybe some people do, but I don't recommend it. You don't want to. (laughs) Right. So it's really a workshop series of all four of them. And each one will just dive into the details so that um, people can get started, you know, optimizing each one of those areas for their business. That is so fantastic. I'm super excited about that. Um, I have never heard of the, the description or the, the term leakage and look at me, I'm geeking out over here. <laughs> um, but it also <laughs> reminds me just one thing that we've learned over the last year and a half is if you haven't learned the lesson yet, I don't, I don't know how you didn't, but if you're not keeping close track of your financials, you can miss out on opportunities that you could have taken advantage of like PPP loans and EIDL, um, different things like that. If, if you can't, if you're not managing that. Um, so that's another point I forgot to bring up. Uh, we've learned the extreme importance of this, um, in times like this where, you know, Maybe you were paying, you know, employees, or maybe you were, you know, doing certain things that would have qualified you for a PPP loan, um, but you weren't tracking it adequately, or you know, who knows. But um, if you haven't learned that lesson, that it's important. Well, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what well, to do it, with you then, folks. <laughs> I know. Well, there's always, you know, now you know what to improve on, and the same yeah. thing with managing your cash. If you, if you were living from commission check to commission check, and then everything that happened through the pandemic, like the bills didn't just go away. They're still Mm -hmm. there. You can cut back on as much as, you know, you didn't need for however many months, but you still have mandatory things that we can't cut out of our businesses Mm -hmm. for a variety of reasons. So understanding and managing cash projections longer term than month to month is very critical. And then I just wanted to add um, where you were talking about PPP and EIDL, like one of the requirements of those is to keep proper books and records. Mm -hmm. So that comes back to the basics because especially with the EIDL loan, as a loan, they can come in and ask to see your books at any point in time. Mm -hmm. So if you don't have that, now you're scrambling. Yeah. To put it all together, or you're paying high rates, you know, to pull in an accountant or a bookkeeper to do it for you to be able to provide that data. So. Which is counterproductive to you getting that loan in the first place, it sounds Correct. like. So, so okay, <laughs> yes. well, if we haven't beaten this dead horse enough, it's important. And we really hope that you can join us in one or both of the opportunities that are coming up with Stephanie, whether in KTA membership or and or in her workshop. 
Um, I, I think either way, depending on where you're at in your business, um, it sounds like both will be fitting um, to a, a number of different levels of people's um, you know, accounting, bookkeeping skills. So check it out. We'll, we'll um, provide all this stuff the stuff you need to get in touch with Stephanie or learn more about her services in the show notes. And uh, just one last opportunity, any final closing thoughts, Stephanie? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I always have a lot, but first I want to, yeah. you know, I just want to thank you for having me on here. Um, I, I love sharing my knowledge and the thank more, you. the more of these that I can be on, the more people mm-hmm. I can reach and the more people I can help because mm-hmm. if nothing opened my eyes, <laughs> any wider the pandemic surely did and mm-hmm. just hearing how many people were struggling and you know not knowing what they're going to do or even even getting the loan or the funding that they need to keep their business going was heartbreaking um yeah. so to be able to help people come up with the system and maybe even a future paced process to really manage their cash so that they have something built up because it doesn't take just a pandemic for something to happen with our business operations of something to happen with one of us. And we're the only person running the business. Mm-hmm. So, you know, <laughs> but um, just to reiterate what we've been saying all along, it's super, super important to stay on top of your numbers and really know the power um, of what your numbers can do for you, the story that they tell in your business and how to use them properly, I think is highly transformational. It can change everything um, just as much as focusing on marketing or a niche or your messaging. So I think it shares an equal piece of that puzzle in being a digital CEO. Definitely. It's not as sexy as a TikTok, but (laughs) it is, you can't, you can't do your business without it. So don't even, don't try. Um, well, thank you again, Stephanie. We're really grateful for all that you give to our community. And um, we hope that you all will join us for our next episode of the Travel Biz CEO podcast. And take care, everyone. Hey, guys, thanks for listening. We hope you got something great out of today's episode. If you are wondering where you are out of balance in your travel business, take our free quiz at kinshiptravelacademy.com backslash quiz to find out and receive free resources to help bring you into alignment in your travel business. And if you enjoyed today's episode, take a screenshot and share it on social media. Be sure to tag us at Kinship Travel Academy or hashtag Travel Biz CEO. Also, if you loved us, don't forget to leave a review and be sure to hit subscribe. Here's to you. See you at the next level.